0: And listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get
1: ready to transform your life.
2: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
1: Come on, kid, this is your dream. You said the next level awaits. So you have absolutely no time for pity parties. Access for you has already been granted. You were put on this earth to win. You were put on this earth to reign supreme. Come on, kid, this is your dream. See, no matter where you're from, Your dreams are valid. So don't dream your life. Live your dream. It's time for you to shine bright like a diamond. Make all that pressure. Make all that pain. Make all the hardships. Make all that stress. Make all that strain count for something. Embrace the best you. You said when you grow up, You wanted to leave a legacy. You said when you grow up, you wanted the world to not only remember your first name, but more importantly, remember your last name. Kid. You got to take some L's to get to the elevation. So never let the past pain block you or stop you. I need you to claim your future success. Because remember, my friend, those failures are not you. Those setbacks are not you. Those letdowns are not you. The sad days are not you. The bad days are not you. They're just a stepping stone to get you across the bridge of where you're trying to go. So I need you to run away from that drama and low self-esteem and run toward serenity in pursuit of your dream. Come on, kid. I know you feel like you're at your breaking point. But I want you to do yourself a huge favor and take a second and think about this. No matter what you're going through, there's somebody that's dealing with something much, much worse. So what I need you to do, pick your head up. I need you to believe in yourself. I need you to dig deep and find the confidence for you to keep pushing, for you to keep going, for you to keep growing, for you to keep glowing. Because success is yours. You said you wanted this. You wrote it down on your goals list. You wrote it down on your to-do list. It's not going to be easy. There will be roadblocks. There will be setbacks. There will be pitfalls. And there will be haters. Haters will try and deceive. But you will shake them off.
4: Because you've got greatness to achieve. Frustration is a sign that you haven't given up. You know you can do something, but you haven't figured it out. So when you have those kind of feelings, look at them, and there's something positive in that. It's never too late. It's better to start earlier on in life. I mean, I wrote a book, Mastery, that deals with that subject. The earlier you figure it out, the better off you are. But it can happen later in life. Now, I figured out at an early age that I wanted to write. I didn't know what I wanted to write, but I loved words and I loved writing. And if I didn't have that connection when I was eight years old, all the way into high school and college, I would have been a lost soul. And I empathize with a lot of people who don't have that feeling when they're eight or 18 or in their 20s. But i am trying to tell people everybody has it. You're just not listening to yourself. You're on social media too much. You're listening to what other people are telling you. You're listening to what your parents told you you should be doing in life. listening to what your friends think is cool. You're listening to what the culture is all about, you know, the entertainment industry, et cetera. You gotta cut all that out. You gotta listen to yourself. You gotta be a bit bold. You have to embrace what makes you different. I say what makes you weird because I know personally I'm a very weird person. I like it. I don't, I don't mind being weird. I use it to my advantage. I put it in my books. You have weirdness to you, whoever you are. Things that you might sometimes be a little bit ashamed or embarrassed or uncomfortable with, right? But you shouldn't be. What makes you different, what makes you particularly strange, if you want to use another word, is your strength is your source of power. You've lost touch with it. Let's go back and try and find it. And that's the the whole problem. How do you find it? Well, it's a process. You have to be patient, it's not gonna come like a light bulb in your head. Ah, I was meant to do this, I was meant to write the 48 Laws of Power. That's not how it works. It takes time to do anything in life, takes time and hours and patience and work. I recommend starting a journal and such and writing down some of the things that I think are important to you. So I like to tell people to go back to their earliest childhood memories of things that really excited them before they got mixed up with parents and teachers and all that other people telling them stuff you know like for me it was words and language I just was entranced by the sound of language itself right it was like music to me you had something like that i know you do and i am completely egalitarian i believe everybody has that when i wrote the book mastery which is what this book is about to prove my point that everyone has it i interviewed contemporary masters. And one of them is the woman, Temple Grandin, who was born with high level autism, right? She was gonna be hospitalized for her entire life. When she was two or three years old, she had the good luck of finding the right teacher who brought her out of her shell. And she eventually became a a very respected professor of animal research, right? She's absolutely brilliant. She also studies autism itself. If somebody with that kind of disability, that kind of thing, you know, everything's stacked against her, if she can reach, she can figure it out and reach mastery, then I certainly believe everybody has that potential. But I know it doesn't come easy, it's a process and you have to be patient, but you have to put in the work. Now the circumstances now, it's easy for me, a boomer, I have to admit that, to preach to you when you have to, gone through like two, you've gone through a pandemic, and what looks like to be a recession. And then if you're a millennia, you went through another, you went through the crash in 08. It's easy for me to preach. You're dealing with really difficult circumstances. And there's what they call what the great resignation now is that it, right? So a lot of people are rethinking their lives. They don't want to work at crap jobs just to get by. And I applaud that 100%, right? That's great. So you want to think about working for yourself is the ultimate position in this world. And even though times are difficult, even though it may seem like just a dream, there's so much potential out there for entrepreneurial spirit, for creating your own startup, for creating your own podcast, for going your own path in life. You don't have to follow other people. It's not like it was when I was growing up. There were things that were better back then. There are things that were a lot worse, right? You have so many more options. It's just that you're not gonna reach them, you're not gonna be happy in this short time that you have to be alive, unless you take it seriously, unless you learn skills and develop and go through an apprenticeship in your 20s, et cetera. So um, if you can balance those two and still have some fun and adventure and excitement, like I did, I mean, I don't wanna hold myself to some model, but you know, being an Irishman in Paris in my early 20s, you know, I was having adventures, right? So just don't listen to your parents go, i got to be making $100,000 when I'm 23 and go to law school and do all this stuff. You're going to burn out. So kind of understand, I guess the main thing I would say is know who you are. Know what you're you're, deep down in your core, what you love, what you hate, and what you were destined to create in this world. That's like the most important process you can go through.
5: The key to me being driven is identifying what my passion is and my mission is. When we started Impact Theory, it really was to make change. So Quest was the answer to helping people in our lives who were struggling with weight, and Impact Theory was the answer to people in our lives who were struggling with a poor mindset. And someone like my mum, Quest was already a billion dollar company, and my mum was still morbidly obese. And I was trying, because I care about her so much. I just want her to live for a long time. I don't care about, you know, what she looks like. She's like, mom, I want you to eat healthy so you can be around for a long time. And I tried to, you know, give her free Quest bars. I offered to pay for trainers for her. And every time I would say, well, mom, like, what can I do? How can I help? She just said, I'm too old. I can't. I can't use the weight. I'm too old. And over time, we realized the power of the mind. And then over time, as we started to work mindset and building the studio, because that was our background, we really started to realize that to create actual impact, like actual impact, you need to go after the younger kids, because the age of imprint is between 11 and 15. That's the period where they're most susceptible to the messaging. And so if we really want to do no BS, what is it actually going to take to make global change on people's mindset, you've got to get them young. So we basically sat down and said, what does that look like? What type of studio do we build? And then for me, my personal thing has just been leaning more and more into young girls, is I could wake up every single freaking day and fight for that 14-year-old girl that was me that didn't believe in herself, that felt ugly, that was teased, that was made fun of for my looks. I will fight for that 14-year-old girl so that if I can touch her then and let her know and have her help help her to believe. She could become anything she wants, if she sets her mind to it and works hard, then I feel like my job is done.
2: You're going to decide, and then you're gonna do things to reinforce that in your own mind. It was a very dark period of my life, and there really is, it's the one thing in my life that's just a line in the sand, and there's before and after that moment. Realizing what I now call the only belief that matters, what Carol Dweck calls the growth mindset, which is, That if I put time and energy into getting better at something, I will actually get better at that thing. And so just realizing, whoa, I could put time and energy into this thing and I will actually improve over time. And so that perspective shift will change everything in your life because now it's about skill acquisition. But the important thing there, the the real breakthrough moment was realizing that what I built my self-esteem around mattered. And so I had been building my self-esteem around being right, being smart, being worthy. That was holding me back. You have this thing called the psychological immune system. And the psychological immune system is going to give you reasons why that failure is not your fault. And the bad thing is that it focuses you outward, right? Like, oh, it's their fault. They did this. They're holding me back. The world doesn't want me to succeed, whatever. Uh, The good thing is it actually stops you from beating yourself up too much. And so if you can learn that, oh, wait a second, I need to value myself for something, but that something does not need to be being right. And so instead, if I switch it to I'm going to build my self-esteem around identifying the right answer, now all of a sudden you actually can have a growth mindset. You can be focused on getting better and improving and just learning because when you realize that you've made a mistake, it's actually exhilarating because you're like, whoa, I can run the physics of progress, I can get better at this thing and make this incremental improvement. And so that was life-changing for me. And so, of course, it wasn't like, oh, line in the sand, my life was bad, now my life is good, but it was line in the sand, I'm not making progress, now I'm making progress. And so that day, Really did and I remember the whole debate that I had with myself Uh, That day was like oh, this is like the first day of the rest of my life I'm no longer gonna value myself for being good smart right worthy I'm gonna value myself entirely for being willing to stare nakedly at my inadequacies Figuring out what I need to get good at no bullshit What would it take to achieve my goals and then I'm just gonna do that and I'm gonna do it knowing that success cannot be guaranteed So I have to find a way to love this even if I were failing and that becomes the magic cocktail and doesn't mean that you ever stop wanting to win like I'm still very much motivated to win But I'm not devastated when I lose and I'm optimizing For the struggle so in the struggle when I'm not sure if I'm gonna win or lose yet. I'm still having fun Most successful people in the world are the people that can self-soothe So can you avoid being triggered? If you're being triggered and you look outward and you're angry at the person that triggered you, that's weakness, you are manifesting weakness. And you have to go, ooh, someone has triggered me. That means I have an insecurity around this thing. I need to address my insecurity. And then that's gonna put you in a far more powerful position to move forward. So the people that are successful, they can self-soothe, they can stay emotionally calm in the midst of the storm. When everybody else is panicking, they're only looking at solutions.
1: There is no excuse for not living up to the, your fullest potential. No excuse. How can I get the best of me? So I can get the best out of me. It all starts with self understanding. So when you understand yourself, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know what you're good at, you know your tendencies. That's when you can start conquering you. I'm going to fight. I'm going to work, I'm going to press toward. I'm going to learn I'm going to do everything in my power every single day I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim It's you versus you Master yourself Self-mastery is everything I heard a wise person say Controlling oneself is true strength Do you have enough strength? to knock out the negativity, to knock out the ignorance, to knock out the stinking thinking, to win the battle of you versus you. Don't think for one second that you emerge victorious one time, and that's it. This is a daily process. You have to knock out the ignorance. You have to knock out the toxic. You have to knock out the negativity each and every day of your life. Winners win, and losers lose. I can't explain it any better than that. I don't know how it happens, but winners win. And if you create a culture of losing, if you keep being a victim, if you keep letting losing happen to you, if you keep letting people do you and treat you any kind of way, it's going to become a culture. When you say you're going to do something and you actually get it done, the sense of accomplishment, the self-pride, I need you to lock that feeling in because that's what's going to drive you to do it again the next day and do it again the day after that and the day after that and put yourself in a position to emerge victorious. Low self-esteem, doubt, and fear. And you can find your way on this side, guys. It's sweeter on this side. And also, stop blaming yourself for what somebody else did to you. Forgive yourself for that too. It's not your fault. Self-mastery. The battle of you versus you. It's not an easy win. But I guarantee, I promise, you are more than capable of winning the battle. We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees to ourselves. No, I'ma say it again, like you, somebody gave you a guarantee, $30, 30-day 30 guarantee, in 30 days, if you don't make what they told you was gonna make, in 30 days, you got an attitude, you want your money back, but you've never demanded your money back from yourself. You've never looked at yourself in the mirror and said, you let you die. until you get to that point, you let you die. You've never, you're not brave enough. You want to put it on somebody else. The reason why I'm not successful is because of my boss. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and said, I'm not getting up on time. I'm not going to work on time. I'm not putting in 120% when I'm at work. I let me down. And when you get to the point where you can say you let you down, I don't Can't Listen to me. No disrespect. I don't care about Glenn. That's not why I do what I do. And I love Glenn. I don't come here and do what I do so Glenn can affirm me, so he can give me a pat on my back. I care more about me than I care about what Glenn thinks about me. I have standards. I have values. I don't care how much you pay me. If I speak at an elementary school for $300, I chose to do that for $300. If I chose to speak at a prison for free, I chose to do that. And I will not go in there giving those prisoners less than what somebody pays me $100,000. Why? Because I value myself enough to give 120% or don't do it. And you, my friend, have all the power you need to dominate yourself. Because that's what it's going to take. For you to arrive at your desired destination of next level greatness. It's you versus you. So you say to yourself, what do I do when I say I'm going to do this, but I wind up doing that and I let myself down. That's when the self-punishments come into place. Sometimes you have to put your own foot in your own behind and shut yourself down. It's okay to be upset with you. It's okay to put yourself on a timeout, Because sometimes you have to tell yourself, I know I want to go to the party. I know I want to go hang out. But I can't go to the party. I can't go hang out. Because I said I was going to do this and I didn't get it done. So right now there's no fun until I get it done. You know, a lot of people,
6: they just think about manifesting something. But in the law of the harvest, I teach you got to plow the ground. You got to plant the right seed. Then you got to water the seed, which is repetition. And then you'll reap the harvest. And I feel that some people, they get really frustrated in the plowing, the planting, and the watering. But they don't realize that payday is on its way. So as you prosper where you're planted and you build your spot, Life will put the spotlight on your spot. Number one, we learn from education. Number two, we learn from conversation. Number three, we learn from observation. So I begin to educate myself. I begin to have better conversations and I begin to watch people around me that got the shout back. And I emulated and started following what they did. To get your shout back, the first thing you gotta do is get tired of being tired. If you're bloated, get tired of being bloated. If you're poor, get tired of being poor. If you're lonely, get tired of being lonely. And you really gotta get tired of being tired. It's a destiny, it's a faith, and it's the power of the imagination. And what I believe is that I was just in alignment with what heaven was saying about Tim's story. So I got this saying that I say, I don't believe in chasing things. I just want to be in alignment with what I think has been spoken over me. Mindset to me is uh, it's a perspective, it's a point of view, it's another vantage point. And so when we were lower income in Compton, we had never seen anything like we were about to view a few days later, what do you mean Tim's story? Well, somebody gave us free tickets to Disneyland. When I went to Disneyland as a seven-year-old and I saw Tomorrowland, Frontierland, and I saw all these different lands and I saw Mickey Mouse up close, Donald Duck up close, the fireworks show at 9.30 at night. Whoa, (laughs) my life changed. It was all about a different perspective from Compton, California and the things I saw there going to Disneyland, and I found out later, it was literally only like 40 miles away. 40 miles away, I was about to have a life change. And so, mindset is a different perspective because then you get the miracle mentality. All of a sudden, you're thinking uncommon, not normal, not regular. And you begin to see those things that have not yet happened as though they're possible. So, before... I became great friends with Oprah, I saw myself being great friends with Oprah. So when we started talking a lot, it didn't throw me off. Because <laughs> I've had this conversation I, in my head. I've envisioned these conversations. This is some mind boggling stuff, but I saw it before it even happened.
4: No kidding. I saw it. What's, what's most important for somebody to think about
2: you know, if they're in that kind
4: of teeter-totter moment right now.
6: Yeah, I, I, I think that all of us are going through recovery and discovery at the same time. Recovery of things lost in the past, recovery of things lost and that we're challenged of in the present. But in the midst of recovery and discovery, let's not lose the beautiful moments that can happen now. And I think we got so caught up in the challenges that we didn't pay attention to the beauty of life. What I teach is that we all have um, what I call life interruptions. An interruption is is a disturbance. You've had them, I've had them. It could be uh, when somebody's young and they get ill, or their parents get divorced, or in this case, my father passed. So it's a life interruption. And then when most people have that life interruption or setback, they don't know how to get out of it. And so that's one thing that I think created a calling in me that I wanted to help more people that had life interruptions find a way up and out. So when somebody has a setback, what happens to them, most times they go very singular, they go really inward. So if they go through a divorce, they go very inward or they lost their job, they go inward, anxiety, or depression, pandemic, they go very inward. But when you have a setback, the first thing you got to do is you got to become awake. You got to become conscious and you got to say, oh my gosh, we're in the middle of a pandemic and we may need to be locked down for a month. A month turned into another month and then over a year, right? So number one, become awake. Secondly, you have to take inventory. Where am I financially? Where am I with my job? Where am I with my mental health? How is my family doing? How's my country doing? How's this world doing? So number one, you become awake. Secondly, you take inventory. But here's a powerful thing. You have to partner with the right people. I feel that a lot of people, when they have a setback, they don't have the right people to partner with. So that's what I always wanted to become, and that's what I became. I wanted to be the person that somebody could link hands with and say, come on, Tim Story. You may not know everything, but you know how to get people from a setback to a comeback.
3: Some of the lessons that I learned from my first restaurant business was to get really clear on, on why you're doing something, was to get really clear on what you're doing and why you're doing something. And when it's no longer working, we have to reevaluate, right? I think there were lots of moments in my restaurant journey where things weren't really working and I felt like um, I didn't want to let it go have really clear boundaries with the people that you work with, um, especially if if they're your business partners, right? Um, In small businesses, we tend to have really intimate relationships and we're really in a lot of like the trenches together. However, remember why you're in a relationship in the first place, which is the business. So it's really important to put the needs of the business first. To not take things personally. Um, This was, I had that business in my 20s um, I'm a very different person now, I've had a lot of time to reflect and I think when things don't go, you know, the way I wanted them to, or the way I expected them to, I would often take it personally. And this relates to what I was just saying, of like in, in business it's, it's never personal, right? In business it's always about what is the best thing for the greater collective here, which is everyone involved in the business, not just one individual. Like being in my 20s, especially the part when I was in New York City and I was freelancing, and you know, New York has like such this like energy of like you're we're all out here hustling, we're all trying to make it, right? I, I was like really engulfed in the energy a lot, and I think I felt like really I felt like I was rushing a lot in my 20s, like rushing to make it or like rushing to prove something of myself or rushing to have something to show for myself, right? So if I could, some of you know, a piece of advice I give my 20-year-old self is, don't be in a rush. You know, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process, enjoy everything you're going through, um, because it goes by really quickly, right? And and then it gets a lot harder. So, yeah, that's what I'd say. Don't be in a rush.
0: I want you to know that you matter. Yep, I said, it. you. Not anybody else, but you. When you wake up in the morning, I want you to know what you do matters. When you brush your teeth in the morning, I want you to know that you matter. When you iron your clothes in the morning and you don't feel like getting out of bed, I want you to know that you matter. I want you to understand that you matter because what you do could change somebody's life and the trajectory of what they can overcome.
1: Listen to me very closely. There's a reason, I wanna make sure you understand the reason. The reason why I told you you matter is because you'll never have, you'll never be, you'll never do. Listen to me, you'll never experience life the way you were supposed to experience life until you recognize that you matter. Now, Now, it's important for me to let you know that you are powerful beyond measure. How you feel I understand
0: your emotion I understand what it feels like to be in last place but I want you to know that you got to keep running the race and never give up because when you give up you fail when you give up you quit and you'll never go back So I'm trying to get you to understand that going and moving forward in the process, even though that you face opposition and adversity, you have to keep going because you and I are the aspirin to somebody's headache. How long will you let them
1: suffer? Because you got to keep moving forward. I need you to understand why Eric, why am I so powerful beyond measure Eric? Is it just because I'm a royal priesthood and the chosen generation? Is it just because I have a set of particular skills? No, 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 no. The last one is because you have an experience like nobody else experienced. The reason why I speak the way I speak is because I was homeless and I embrace it because I ate out of trash cans. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to what I'm telling you? Because my father was not in my life, it's not a negative thing. It makes me who I am today. I can relate to you in ways that nobody else can. Because I ate out of garbage cans, I've been to the bottom I can tell you how to start from the bottom and get to the top are you hear me I have a set of particular skills that nobody else has but more importantly I have an experience that nobody else has ever experienced and that's what makes your life unique and that's what makes you you
0: I want you to know that you matter because nobody ever told me that I matter I want you to know that you matter because You got people that's dependent on you right now. You may have some kids. You may have some younger siblings. You may have mom, dad, grandma, auntie. There's somebody out there that's dependent on you. So I want you to know that you matter. Because I remember my eighth grade teacher told me I'll never be anything in life. I'll either be dead or in jail. So I want you to know that you matter. I'm telling you that I'm dependent on you because you matter.
2: Don't tell yourself a negative story. Don't allow yourself to loop and defeat. Find people that can elevate you. Find people that will, in a very real skills-based way, help you see the path forward and help you hold on to the only belief that matters, that you can figure this out.
0: And nobody can tell you what you can't overcome if they've never been through it. So I want you to trust the process, I want you to stay ten toes down. I want you to understand that you can
1: prove them wrong because I want you to know
0: that you have the ability and you have the tools and the power and all of the amazing characteristics that are on the inside of you are ready to come out and come to fruition and ready to see you walking your purpose and who you were called to be and what you were
1: called to do What happened for me when I said I'm powerful beyond measure is I realized I had a set of skills. Listen to me, I realized that I was a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I realized that I had a set of particular skills that nobody else on the earth had. Listen to me, if there are 50 million speakers that got in the room and we all did what we did, nobody would do it like Eric Thomas. And I'm going to tell you something, you're powerful beyond measure. When you do what you've been born to do, what you've been called to do, what you've been birthed to do, nobody can't do it like you. Nobody can sing the way you sing. Nobody can speak the way you speak. Nobody can write the way you write. No, nobody can love the way you love. Nobody can do play that piano. Nobody can play that saxophone. Nobody can play that violin. No, nobody, nobody can do poetry quite like you can do it. Nobody can produce the way you produce. Nobody can write scores the way you write scores. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're powerful. And you're powerful beyond measure and so I need you to activate it I'm talking about right now not tomorrow not the day after now I need you to listen to me yes I told you it matter but now I need you to embrace it I need you to embrace it that you you are powerful and not just powerful you hear me you are powerful beyond measure you cannot be measured your value cannot be you are invaluable you are unstoppable when you do what you do you are unbelievable you are amazing there is no one else like you